online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey, hey, everybody. Courtney Henderson here. We are doing a special spotlight on today with rich kid of Beverly Hills, Johnny Drubal. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. Uh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love so, being here already. It's cool. Good. Love the lighting. It's fantastic. The only thing I'm missing is my hair product. Oh, well. I ran out today. I, you know, if I had some, I would I would share, but I don't even have any with oh, me. Shit. So Can we swear? Time. Can I swear? I mean, you just did, so. Okay, I'm going to stop after that. I'm going to stop after that. Oh, you, you get a one-word quote. I'm already getting texts from my publicist right now. I'm already getting texts from my publicist. <laughs> well, I want to dig right in. Do it. Um, you're on the show, Rich Kids of Beverly Hills, mm-hmm. but very openly not, like, born and raised in Beverly Hills. Yes, very. So yeah. how did that happen? I was um, born and raised in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was born in Houston, Texas, but I was raised in New Hampshire. Um, and so I moved out to L.A. when I was 18 to go to um, school. I went to Lima Marymount University. And that is actually where I met uh, Dorothy, who went to USC. Okay. And so just through the grapevine and kind of a school's intermingling, and one of my good friends who grew up with me in Hanover met her. I introduced She introduced herself to me. I'm not even joking. The first night we met... Mm-hmm. We didn't separate the whole weekend. She slept over at my place. Oh, we went to Barney's together. We did the whole green grass thing. We went out to clubs. I'm not even joking. And ever since then, we just we literally have been very, very good friends well, ever yeah. since. And that was a long time ago. Long, yeah, long time ago. I so, love that. And then obviously Roxy was friends with her. So mm-hmm. I knew very, I know Roxy very well. And then Morgan just did the scene. And Brendan, I've actually known the longest because oh. Brendan was good friends with um, my sister's ex-boyfriend. Yes. The dirt on Brendan. Yes. I love this. Yes. So yeah, it's, uh, it's how we, uh, we're all kind of intermingled, intermingled. So you have some sisters. Are any of them out west? No, they're ever, my whole family's back east. All of them. I'm ripping the east coast in the show. You really are. I'm bringing the prep. I'm bringing the wasp, although I'm Jewish. And I feel like, although you're Jewish, I feel like with EJ now this year as a full cast member, He's got a little New York in him. Oh, yes, he does. I mean, so, you know, we're bringing the, the yeah. East Coast West. Yes, the East Coast is coming West, and with him, it's coming full force. Yes. Because he does not take it from anyone, and that's what I love about the guy, though. Oh, my gosh. Love I hope to get him, him in here. Oh, yes, you should. Because he's just amazing. a star. Oh, and he's I just, amazing. So how is it having him on the show now, you know, another gay guy on the show, mm-hmm. kind of repping that part of your life mm-hmm. a little bit more, and again, full force? Full force. I mean, honestly, I always say the gay the better. Yeah. You put five gay guys on a show for all I care. I love it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And all the girls would love it. Brendan would love it. You know what yes. I mean? Um, you know, it's it's fun to have another gay guy on the show because, again, we relate in a different way than I would with, let's say, Morgan, Roxy, or Dorothy. Of it's just the way it goes. And, again, AJ's younger than I am. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've been through a lot more and I've experienced a lot more in the gay community and what it's like to be a gay man. Uh, so I kind of look at him like a... Um, like I'm his like older gay brother yeah. in a weird way. You've you know? taken him under your wing. Yes, and we just went out. You know, I just took him to like a gay bar a couple weeks ago, and he was like, "I had the best." 
best time. Oh my god! And I was like, exactly. It's so much fun because gay guys kind of go through this thing where they're kind of. I'm not saying he was nervous to go out. They just don't want to mm-hmm. do it. You know, you get you go go to the straight clubs, all your friends all bought. Yeah. You're having fun. Why would you want to change that up? You go to meet new people. You yeah. Know, and that's nervous for anyone. So I took him out. He loved it. Had a blast. Where'd you go? We went to um, Penthouse in okay. West Hollywood. Yes. I know it sounds very risque. <laughs> uh, but, oh, we tore up that club. Tore nice. it up. Tore have, it closed. Have you been to Pump? I have been to Pump. I have been to Pump. I like Pump. I actually love Lisa Vanderpump. She's very, very yes. sweet. And um, you know what I like about her? She's always working there. It's not always there, really. Put her name on that thing. She's in there every evening, making sure everyone's food is coming out, doing her thing. The service is running great. It's I, I give her credit for they that. They have food there. They have a limited menu. Okay, more I'll like be bar very food. honest. No shade to Lisa. They should expand the menu. Okay. But the drinks are fantastic. You know, go for a drink, go for an appetizer, see what's going on. It's fun. It's a great, it's a great atmosphere. And it's what West Hollywood really needed. Good. I haven't been yet. I, I'm go. like trying to get my friends to go with me. It's gorgeous inside. So gorgeous. Inside. I will. I, I've seen the outside. I've mm-hmm. driven by and it just looks gorgeous. It's really, really, really pretty. It's a, it's very restoration hardware meets like the Hamptons. It's it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. So you feel a little bit at home then. Did exactly. You, did you grow up going to the Hamptons? I've been to the Hamptons a bunch of times. I grew up more going to like Maine and Kenny Bunkport okay. and all those places. Very bush country. Yes. Although I'm a tree hugger. You know yes. what I mean? I'm not into the whole like Republican. Nothing against <laughs> that, but that's just not me. You know? Yeah, but, of course. You know, stay next to the bush compound. That's what we were doing. You know, <laughs> it's a couple hours away. So next it was easy. to it. <laughs> yeah. Stone throw away. Yeah. But not too close because, again, we just scream liberal. Right. And this is, you know, the Secret, you do. Service. The Secret Service was just like, I and Who's us. That? Yeah. Who's that Johnny guy? Who's that queen? <laughs> <laughs> And was it earlier this year you started the Coming Out Matters campaign? Yes, yes, yes. And so what made you decide to do that? Honestly, it was based basically on, it's going to sound cheesy, but it was based off my own experience. Um, before I'd come out, I was really, really, I was in a bad place. I was extremely overweight. At the age of 16, I was like really, like 350 pounds, very yeah. overweight, gay in the closet, Sitting in my parents' basement every day, just like really upset, dark place, dark place, dark place. And all I really wanted was someone to relate to. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have that. And I'm, you know, now that I have a platform to do something with it, I said, hey, why don't I build something so that kid who's sitting in his basement, who feels very alone, who can't relate to anyone, can finally relate to someone? And it's an everyday person. You don't have to be, you know, a familiar face to do a video. You can do do anyone, be anyone, because, again, your story could really change the mind of someone else. You know what I mean? And could yes. be some story in Kentucky that changes the mind of some kid in Nebraska. And they'll relate on that aspect. And when you relate to someone, you realize you're not alone, and you'll feel so much better about it. And that's the whole point of Coming Out Matters. I love it. I went to the site and spent a little bit of time there. I watched mm-hmm. your coming Thank out you. video. Thank you. And got a little taste of kind of what it is all about. Yep. And it had me thinking, honestly, about, you know, do I have somebody whose story I know well enough to go share, you mm-hmm. know, as somebody that is not gay but supporting of my friends that are. Exactly. You know, so I've, I've kind of had my wheels turning and all my friends, I'm like, okay, I got to tell him and him and him because I have a friend, Mason, in town mm-hmm. who um, he has the Gay Matchmakers Club. Here in LA. So, you know, millionaire matchmaker? matchmaker? Yes. Would you go, would you ever want him to match you? Give me, a, <laughs> give me his number. I'm not even joking. I will. I'll give it give, to you. Off we're we're going to do it. I will. I'm we not will. Even oh my gosh. I love it. That is you amazing. Will. And that's going to be. 
Yeah. Huge. We're gonna add to the He started it in the past eh, about six months. Perfect. He, he did matchmaking, but now he specializes. He got uh, one of the matchmaking services that's going to that approved him basically to start their own gay. Uh, division. And that's actually and that's hard all to do. That it is. You know what I mean? Yes. That's like not an easy like demographic to do. If, he, if he's been approved, so, he's doing something right. Yes, he's got Done. he's got uh, his the matchmaking agency, and I don't even know which one it is, but he, that's with that they approved him. You know, there's a go basically go for it. And he's started connecting with some of the other matchmakers across Good. the country. And yes, he, and you wrote that article about the do's and don'ts on my blog. On your yes, blog, yes, which, yes. Which this is a little bit of a tangent, but yeah. you know, Morgan is the one on the show known for blogging. Yes, she is. But Little Johnny over here has little, quite okay, the blog. Little, little Johnny's is very premature. Little Johnny's is very premature <laughs> to boobs and lose. Boobs and lose has been going for years. And I will never be a Boobs and Lubes. Boobs and Lubes is Morgan's baby, and I love... Yes. I, I'm, I've been a loyal reader of hers for years. Yes. I mean, like, when I was in college, I was reading her shit and dying. Yeah. I literally would pick her over Perez, like, when Perez was really, really hot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, mine is actually just very different and more... It's not like... Um, mine's just more of a... From my experience, mm-hmm. what I think I could help gay youth through. Okay. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about the wee-ho queen that thinks he's the hot shit because that's not going to change. He's always going to think he's hot shit. I'm talking about, you know, people that are struggling with, you know, their body or, you know, having sex or coming out or, you know, why they can't find love. And again, it's everything that I struggle with. And I'm just hoping that, you know, these blog posts, which shockingly enough have been crazily responded to. I'm not joking. Like, you should see my inbox and my WordPress. It's just Hundreds of comments, and of course, of I'm the, course. Like, OCD enough to where I have to respond to everyone. Of course, you so do. So it takes time. I talk, oh, I've I seen respond, yeah. even in the public comments when people write. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like comment, 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 author, comment, 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 author, oh, yeah. and I'm I was like, I and start. you're writing paragraphs because I because again, it's like this little kid who's sitting there. And I just want to make sure that he knows that he's being heard. You yeah, know what I mean? Because everyone deserves alone. to be heard. Well, and that's and so I noticed on your blog or website as mm-hmm. well that you have the Ask Johnny. Mm-hmm. I just launched that yesterday. Thank you for bringing that <laughs> up. Yes. So. So if you have a question for Mr. Johnny Drubal, you can yes. go to his website, which is just johnnydrubal.com, yep. and you can ask him a question, and you heard it here first. He's OCD enough that he will respond I himself. I will respond. <laughs> and actually, there, I've gotten, in the past like 24 hours, like some automatic questions. But out of those questions, a majority of them are the same question. Of course. And I'm writing a blog post about it, and it's interesting is because... I want to know why, and I'm really, I think about it a lot, and these blog posts don't just come like once, oh, I'm done. I do like 15 edits, and I think about it. Oh, my yeah, I can process. tell. Like, it's like a process. And so I sit there, and I think, and the, my next blog post, I think, is going to be about, a little tidbit, um, why gay men are so, fall so easily for the unavailable man. Whether it's a man yeah. in a relationship, whether it's a man in a long distance, whether it's a man in an open relationship, these relationships will go nowhere. Right. There is no hope for that. You know what I mean? Right. This man is in a relationship. He's... Now, you tell me this. Gay, straight, whatever. When has a man ever left that person for the third person? Very rarely, if very, ever. Very, very rarely. So what is it? And do you really want to be in a committed relationship with the guy that does? Exactly. Why would you Or the to... girl, depending That's on your situation. Why would you want to be in a situation like that? Because if he's doing it to someone else... He's going to do it to you. Yeah, that's now, how I've always felt. Exactly. If you have an open relationship, I mean, to me, I have a whole liberal process in this. If you have an open relationship and you, t- the two of you can understand this, just whatever. Yeah, it's an agreement you it. made. It's an agreement. Mm-hmm. That's fine. No emotional attachment. But the third party is going to be attached no right. matter what. And that's where I think it's a very interesting topic. And it's very, very common in the gay community. Very common. And so that's 
something that came from the Ask Johnny. Ask Johnny. Just in the last 24 hours. Because I've got four or five of them in a row, and I'm like, bam, that is such a good idea, because I have didn't really think about that, but I'll be very honest with you. My first relationship was with someone who had a husband. Only because mm-hmm. I didn't know he did. Of course. I did not know he did. He lived in Houston, and I, um... Fuck, he's gonna kill me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> um, I, he lived in Houston, and I, um... Met him there at a country club, very waspy, and uh, we kind of just really hit it off, and we mm-hmm. fell in love, and we started traveling together and all this stuff, and, you know, I lived here, so I never really went to Houston, so I never thought about it until yeah. finally I just, something took over, and I decided to just Google him, and I was like, oh, my God. This is after six months of dating him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I felt so betrayed, but what's really of scary course. is I went back. Really? Yeah, because he said, you know, I'm in an open relationship, blah, blah. We don't do that right. anymore. But still, how do you think that's going to make me feel? You know what I mean? Right, because you are you don't want to be in an open relationship. Not at all. And I don't want to be the third wheel. No. I'm 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 not the bridesmaid. I'm the bride. Heck yes. Exactly. Heck yes. Cheers to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, can, I can drink, to, drink that. to that. I should have brought that damn wine. I was told not to. <laughs> mm. Oh, well. Next we, time. we can go grab a drink after. Yes, we will <laughs> next time. Mm-mm-mm. So I also want to talk about what brought you to LA, mm-hmm. which was well, when you were younger, mm-hmm. it says ten. Mm-hmm. You well, you love music and love started music. singing. Love music and and started writing say or fell in love with say, singing sacred songs. Yes. Did you grow up going to church? You grew up going to synagogue. Synagogue, yes, of course. yes, synagogue, yes. The, the Bar mitzvah and all. You did. A bar Look at you. We did the Shabbat every Friday when I was at home. Yes, yes. Fun fact: I'm going to my grandma's bat mitzvah on Monday. What? Eighty bat mitzvah. <laughs> yes, like that's amazing. It- that's it. Like that's life right there. Can you imagine? Is it? No, and because it's usually like a twelve year old boy. It's usually like a uh, thirteen. Thirteen. 13 that's 12, right. No, twelve, thirteen. It's just a matter of like the timing and stuff like that. Okay. It's usually twelve, thirteen, fourteen. So and but girls get it too. Girls, that's the bat mitzvah. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. So, and Granny just decided Gra- it's Grandma time. Grandma Sandra is doing it, and I'm very happy for her. Very excited. Good. Very excited. Oh, I so. can't wait. You have to blog about that. Oh yes, I'm I flying out to goes. Houston tomorrow. <gasps> yeah, to yes. see her. I'm excited. Yes. Yes. But so music mm-hmm. focus. So you fell in love with music, yes. and you moved here early. You graduated high school early, yep. so you could come out here. Mm-hmm. And what made you decide to come to Los Angeles instead of? New York. Going New York, yeah, There's Juilliard, etc. Yeah. Well, okay, I applied to Juilliard, applied to Oberlin, all the conservatories. At like what, seventeen then? Literally at seventeen, okay. I was taking German and Italian to apply there because you have to have two language requirements. Oh. And um, I ended up being out here for a wedding, a cousin's wedding. I met with um, a voice teacher named Seth Riggs. Seth yes. Riggs is Michael Jackson's voice. Mm-hmm. Was Michael Jackson's voice teacher? I mean. Everyone discovered Josh Groban. I mean, the yeah. list could go on and on and on. Celine Dion, whatever you want to say. He's taught everyone. Yeah, I've heard that name before. <laughs> I know. So he's big in the business. And when someone like that says, graduate, come out, I want to work with you, you're going to do it. You are you know going to do it. So I did it. I came out here. And um, it was going very, very well for a very long time. And I and, and I started singing. And I loved the singing aspect of it. But I, what I discovered through this woman named Penny Framstead, who I met through Seth, mm-hmm. great writer, she taught me that I love to write music because it's very, 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 very therapeutic for me. Very, very therapeutic. And I love being the uh, kind of creative type. I'm that kind of, you know, off center, you know, that kind of guy. Yeah. I don't don't see you working a nine to five. I'm not doing the nine (laughs) to five thing. Not at all. I will do everything in my power not to do the nine to five. I've done it before and it was not fun. Not for me. It is for some people. I'm not talking shit on it, but it's not for me. (laughs) 
Um, so, uh, yeah, but she taught me how to write music. It's a craft. And so I literally would sit there with her probably eight or nine hours a day wow. for years and just sit and listen to how she wrote music. And I started doing it on my own. And then all of a sudden people started asking me to write for them and doing all this stuff for them. The next thing I know, I had a publishing deal and going there and writing stuff for electro pop people in Europe and then coming back here and getting stuff placed on MTV, VH1, CBS, you know, getting stuff placed on NBC, all this kind of stuff. So it was great. And I started making a lot of money from it. But of course, in the music business, up and down, up and down, up and right, down. Right. It's not stable. I don't like the instability of the paychecks there. You know what I right. mean? Especially coming from the Jewish parents. You know, they, they want to be the doctor. That <laughs> wasn't course. happening. I'm not going to medical school. <laughs> I'm not going to law school. So um, I went to school and I kept doing music. But then, you know, things happen and I just, I'm still writing and I'm, I'm not doing it as much only because my schedule started to get more full with things like this, which I love doing. And again, my blog is another form of me being creative. And I've realized that if, yeah. as long as I can be creative... I'm a very happy person. Yes. Very, well, and, very happy person. And it makes sense writing. I mean, it's writing music versus writing mm-hmm. this blog or exactly. any other type of writing that you end up doing. Who knows in the future? Exactly. And so with writing then, mm-hmm. do you play any instruments? I play piano. You play piano. Oh, my gosh. I'm I think no, I'm listen, in love with you. I'm no John Legend. I'm no, you know, I can't do that. I When I, when I say I play piano, I can play with writing chords. My roommate hates me, so it doesn't so? sound gorgeous, but it's very like. <laughs> but you can pick out a melody. Well, I can and sing lyrics. a melody in my head. Okay, I can pick up. Mm, yeah. All right, well that'll be a C to a you know A minor to the you know one the yeah. four the five that all that. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I you, totally know. Well, I mean that's because again <laughs> songwriting the one the four the five. And, yeah, you know, the, it's all that. That's very very simple writing where you add the sus and you know all that kind of stuff. People are kind of shocked when I actually they talk to me and I actually kind of know what I'm talking yeah. about and they're like. I mean, circle of fifths. Oh yeah, the whole um, thing. Base, yes, look at uh, you. Yes, yes. <laughs> going to throw out but the these problem, terms. But the problem with me is that I'm severely dyslexic. Really? So I can't do the whole and play. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I used to play shows actually at Room Five on La Brea. I mean, we should get this to happen again. Oh my god! Just you, like you know who would be there? I would. Dorothy. Really? Dorothy was yeah. Dorothy was always at my first shows. Would always Aww. show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Roxy. Well, Roxy it's was a there party. Too. Yeah, it was it's a, a party. party. <laughs> it was a party. I was scared. List, Out of your but mind. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I get stage fright. That's also why well, I started course. to write. But so because I, you know, in in looking at this stuff and kind of learning more about you, mm-hmm. I was. I feel like if I worked so hard and I wrote a song, mm-hmm. that it would be my baby, and I just I wouldn't be able to let it go and have somebody else sing it. So I, it sounds like that's. It's actually the exact opposite yeah. for me because I like to, I am actually a very, I'm a very, people don't understand this, I'm very shy. Really, really shy. So when I can write something and know I'm not going to be the one singing it, I'll write oh. whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like and inner diva queen comes exactly, out. Exactly, and exactly. And, you know, I think there's a lot of, there are not a lot of gay writers in the business. I mean, there there are. You yeah. know what I mean? A lot of gay men writers. But every time I walk into a room, my selling pitch is, listen, I'm gay. Who understands a female better than a gay man? Who understands what a female wants to sing, wants to hear, how they want to feel by the end of a song better than a gay man? And every producer says, no one. Right. So that's who's, that's who's designing our clothes. And it goes. Exactly. So. <laughs> it's, it, 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 we understand the emotion of, emotional aspect of a female. And that's what... You know, that's what I do best. I write a very, very good love pop ballad. And why do you think that is that gay men who don't want a woman romantically mm-hmm. can understand them so much better than the guy that actually wants and needs to oh kind God. of establish that relationship? You Let's know what I say mean? say it again. So, 
you're, you know, I feel like it's kind of known, mm-hmm. you know, gay men are better with women, and mm-hmm. they know, like, the key to a woman's heart and how to woo a woman, mm-hmm. but they don't care about wooing a woman and taking her home and you know dating why? her. Because we want the same thing as women. Ah. I want to be wooed. I want to be... You know, I want to have someone kind of chase after me, although mm-hmm. I don't believe in the whole thing. You want Prince Charming. Things. I want that. I want, you know, I want to feel that spark. I want someone to send me flowers. I do. You know, I, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of by any no. means. But it's something that I, I would like because I'm not, I don't believe that, you know, that old-fashioned love is gone. If I told you some of the romantic stories that I heard from my grandma, you would die. Literally. Well, don't like, kill me with the, your I mean, love like, stories. The love stories are like, oh my god! Quickly, not to get off topic, my grandpa, they like were introduced via letters, and they said, "Let's oh. meet in New York." She lived in Houston. He lived in like Duluth or something. Let's meet in New York for the first time. I'll take you to a Broadway show. Which one do you want to go to? My grandma, she's a G, mm-hmm. loves it like Russian, like powerful oh. woman. She goes, "I want tickets to every show on Broadway for that weekend." My grandpa like every show I can worked, get tickets to worked tirelessly to get every single ticket to every single show on Broadway. So when he showed up, he had tickets to every show, front row. Oh my gosh! That no wonder they're a man still together. That's a man. That is oh a man. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's a man. Well, I have some talking to my boyfriend to do. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I will talk to him for you. Will you? Yes. He actually does pretty good. I'm sure he, he does. He does good. I mean, I just had my birthday and I got a helicopter ride and a limo to dinner with like my 12 closest friends. What? Yeah. And you're complaining? I'm not complaining. I'm out. I'm I can't <laughs> with this. I can't with this. <laughs> no, no, no. He does well. Yes, he does. He does well. So that's why, you know, he sticks around. Or I, I keep that. him around. Good so. for you. And it is long distance. Mm. And so, you know, I have my own ideas about that. I mean, because it's, it's kind of like you were saying, it's not for everybody, you not know? Not for everyone. Like the open relationship. It's not for everybody, mm-hmm. but, you know, if you can find the way that it works for you, mm-hmm. you know, more power to you. My experience at long distance is, is that the reason I kept them long distance is because I was very scared to have them around Closer. me all the time. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That might not mm-hmm. be the case for you, whereas like right. you like you know that you he could be here all the time and it wouldn't matter, but right. jobs are keeping them, whatever it might be in the way, A, B, and C. But for me, it's like I didn't want him close for some okay. reason. I was scared. But you're to done have with him that. Close. You're ready oh, to have somebody here. I am ready to have someone. Meet in the LA. friends. Meet the friends, do the whole thing. I love it. I always say I want someone to go to Sunday brunch with. Yes. I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's what I want. Who doesn't love Sunday brunch with their a person? boyfriend? You know, they go on a double date, you know, with all my friendly couples, and I feel like that's you know, I see everyone, especially my friends with, like, Morgan. Everyone's kind of, like, talking to people, blah, blah. I want to be able to talk to someone. Yeah. You know I, mean? I went on a date yesterday, and it was fun, but it was just, like, there was no spark. Okay. I'm looking for that. Yeah, of course. That spark. So, do you think that doing the show has kind of changed your dating life? Mm. In a way, I'll be very honest. I think that if you talk about the show too much, I won't pay attention to you. <laughs> I won't because it's um it's clear that you know what I mean like and you know if they bring up Dorothy or Morgan you know all the gays love Morgan. of course they love her they love they always call Morgan her spirit their spirit animal and I'm just like I don't know if that's some kind of fetish thing I don't know what's <laughs> going on with that but she loves it yeah, yeah. so uh, of course she does <laughs> you know but if you bring it up too much but again like. I think that you got to give people the benefit of the doubt because people aren't mm-hmm. used to it, you know. And right. If you feel that connection, people will get over it. I think that people, you know, it's a small part of what I actually do in real real life. Um, but uh, it's my job. So they say, "What do you do?" I'm in entertainment. Oh, what do you do? I'm on a TV show. Okay, cool. Next, yeah. you know. So, do you still find guys that don't know who you are? One hundred percent. 
Oh my god, yeah. And you love that. That's the best. Yeah. That's the best. It's kind of like, well, let me yeah. just let me just tell you. Oh, I, don't, I never say anything. Good. Never say anything. Yeah. Never. You, you hook them first. Buy salmon entertainment. What do you do? I work in TV. I love That's that. That's not a lie. No, it's not. I don't not, believe in lying. That's not, not a lie. Even a lie. What are you doing in TV? Yeah. Uh, we're on a show called Rich Kids of Beverly Hills. They don't, they don't know that's if you're it. in production. They don't, they don't know if yeah. production. They don't think, you know, it's, it's perfect. I'm but, done. So have you ever had one of them go check out the show? You know, oh, kind of yeah. like an interest and then be like, you didn't tell me you're a uh, cast yeah, yeah, member. Yeah, yeah. That's happened before. It's like, <laughs> wait, and they'll, they'll send me like screenshots and I'm just like, you picked the fat angle. <laughs> you didn't like me and then you picked the fat angle and like, kick me while I'm down. <laughs> so what is the typical life or the typical life, the typical day in the life of you? The typical day in the life of me is not something you'll probably expect. The typical day in the life of me is I get up at like 530 a.m. Wouldn't I guess that. I get, I, go, I get up. I go to the gym. Mm-hmm. I start work at seven for a marketing firm out, out of New York. That okay. I've worked for for the past four years. I'm a content manager for them, and so I'm on East Coast time. Look at you. So I manage all their content for our business authors. When and you say content, social media? Um, no, we have, I do not do social. I started with social media, and mm-hmm. I do content. So I basically publish all their blog posts. So we have about fifteen. Oh, okay. We have about fifteen clients, and so they publish to their blogs. You know, out mm-hmm. Examiner, Huffington Post, etc. Um, and then after I'm done with that, I focus on a new. Um, a new path that I'm taking. I just signed papers with a um, new social media company called Browsin, and what I'm doing is them. I'm in, I'm advising them for their launch. We're doing a soft launch for this new social media company, and it's the first of its kind in that it basically is a search engine meets social media like platform. And what it does it mm. is it allows you, the user, mm. to basically catalog, archive, and control what others see about you on the internet. So oh. when you go to Google. You know, they can type in Johnny Drubel and there'll be hundreds of articles that I would not want people seeing about me. You know what I mean? Right. So browsing allows you to take away those articles and create a profile of everything that you want people to see. And it's not just for famous people. It's not whatever. It's right. not on TV, whatever. It's not for the Paris Hilton. It's not for everyone. Because think of it this way. Let's say if you're on eHarmony and you want to meet up with a guy, you don't know if he's actually him. All right, well, how do you clarify that's him? Basically, you say, okay, John Smith. Okay, you type in John Smith to browsing. Oh, that is his picture. Oh, there's his Facebook. It's all verified. It's all vouched for. That's actually him. Right. It's perfect. And you see everything about him on there that he wants you to see. Right. And all the bad stuff is gone. You know what I mean? So it's perfect. It's very, very cool. Very nice. So we're getting people to join the launch. Um, I'm excited because we're doing a lot of people with a big social media influence. So we have people like Neo. We have, obviously, Morgan, the cast, um, mm-hmm. getting EJ on. Uh, who else do we have? We have Michael Costello, the fashion designer. Very Fun. big. Lily Galici, who's a good mm-hmm. friend of mine. So we're reaching out to some big people right now. It's exciting. Yay. So that's the second part of my day. And then at that time, that's when I usually take calls for coming out matters, et cetera, and doing all that stuff. Okay. I try to fit in some social time. And so then, so what? when does your day end as far as the work part of your The work day? part of my day ends at around 5. Around 5. Yeah, so it's like a 12-hour day. Yeah, that's a long day. Yeah. And then what do you do? And then... Depends on the day? Depends on the day. Depends if I'm dieting. Because <laughs> I'm dieting, Which I'm Which I saw out. your tweet earlier today. Oh, my God. Um, it's time. I don't know what the <laughs> happened, but I swear to God, I just got comfortable gaining 4 or 5 pounds a week. <laughs> I don't know what happened. It's I'm not laughing the, oh, because no, you it's laugh. you, but I'm laughing because you it's ch- like, you're like, I will never weigh more than this number. Oh, yeah. And then you get like a pound over it and you're like, I will never weigh more oh, than yeah. five pounds bigger or, than that exactly. number. <laughs> or like you'll buy a pant size up because you went up a pant size. I will yeah. never go above this pant size. Yeah. 
Well, I'm squeezing into them now. It's like I'm wearing like I don't know what girls do to cover up love handles, but guys will do t-shirts with pants with like an overshirt over it. You know what I mean? Like a wrapper and like you know like that. The kind button of thing. up, open up, or exactly. something like that. That's my signature right now. I think girls, it's dresses uh-huh. or the flowy tops because those are love, so popular. Yeah, love the flowy top. Yes, so, yes, yes. I mean, yes. you can hide. It's funny because <laughs> you'd kill me, but mm-hmm. my boyfriend hates those tops. Oh my god! Be- why? Because of that. Because yeah. he's just like, well, I mean, you know, when you're a guy and you're single and you're you know trying to date, and mm-hmm. of course image is part of attraction Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of like you can't really tell what you're working with cannot at all because you can hide it you know and people always think that i'm much taller or much thinner than i actually am and i'm like it's because i know how to dress myself exactly you have to know how to dress yourself but you're very tall and you're very thin well you know we're not on the beach right now johnny honey i could not be on the beach right now either (laughs) i retired for pool season well i retired in june I retired in June. I went to one in May. I was like, all right, that's it. I'm done. I am so done There's with no this. There's no point. No point. <laughs> I think I retired in June as well. Right? Yeah. And, and, and LA goes to October. I know. It's I mean, crazy. But, you know, maybe we could catch, like, the tail end of it. There's still time. Do I really? I'll try. I'll try. Because <laughs> I'm really honest. When I died, I'm really, really good. And, you know, Dorothy knows this very well about me. Mm-hmm. She knows if I'm dieting. She knows not to ask me out for dinners. She knows not to ask me out for meals. She'll come over. She'll hang out with me. But I will not eat out. Right. I'll it's do my too best tempting. not to eat out. It's, I'll go out for birthday dinners. Like, I mm-hmm. have one tonight I have to go to at, you know, Zinc, the new place in WeHo. Very, very cute. But I um, I have a hard time saying no to certain things, like chips, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I went to Mexican last night with, like, Morgan and Brendan and... Pretty much the whole cast, Dorothy had some business thing going on. But I did not have one chip. I was so proud Bravo. of myself. Seriously. Yeah. No bread or no chips and salsa or chips and guac yep. when when you're doing that is the hardest part of it. It's the hardest thing. It. It's, it's the so hardest funny. No one else in this cast, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Morgan, Roxy, Brendan are all like, great. And I'm just like, right. I dare you to say it again. But do they, they kind of eat. They eat healthy. They eat healthy they for eat the most healthy. part. They eat healthy for the most part. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, because, you know, every once in a while we'll see they tweet or they talk mm-hmm. about, you know, well, you their know, pasta night or their this night. Well, you know, Roxy's um, sister is a very big health guru. Oh, very, okay. Very big I health didn't guru. know. Yes. Talk to her about it tomorrow. She has oh. a whole big blog on how you glow. And it's basically this how, like, it's a whole. That's her sister. Okay. Natural. I've heard of how you glow. I did mm-hmm. not know that that was Roxy's Tara sister. Tara Savati. Yeah. I've been reading that for a long time. All these tips. Yay. I love the Mandy Moore post. Loved it. It was yes. amazing. Because, like, Mandy, you don't think about Mandy Moore, but when you think of her, she actually does have really pretty skin. She's Very always nice. fit. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a great She's not post. one of those people that's kind of been too fat or too thin in the media. Exactly. You know, She's as far not, as like, their standards. You know, out doing cocaine, like, Others. Lohan. Yeah. Well, not anymore. Lohan's but. doing fine now. Thank God. I loved the own special. Not mm-hmm. talking shit on her. But. Yeah, but. Mandy yeah. kind of has Mandy always kept, kept it, it together. Mandy kept it cash. Yes. Exactly. Good. Well, I don't even know what else to ask you. I feel like. Did we get it? We've gotten it. Good. I feel like I have, you know, there's just perfect little you in a box. This is perfect. Well, I'm waiting for the setup now with the matchmaker. Oh my gosh. This will happen. This and will happen. And I can't wait for you to blog about that. Oh yeah. So, tell our viewers where they can find you on your social media. Social media, Facebook, just facebook.com slash Johnny Drewbell, J-O-N-N-Y, D-R-U-B-E-L. Twitter is uh, Johnny Drewbell, again, spelled the same way, and Instagram is Johnny Drewbell. I make it very easy for you guys. I love that. Very easy. Very easy. Very, very easy. nice. Yes, and Rich well, Kids at Beverly Hills, every Sunday night, 10 p.m., only on E. 
only on E. Yes. Which our boss, Maria Menounos, is now on E with yes, you. Yes, I love Maria. So, yes. She's great. She is. Yes. We love her here. She's so, great. thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you. I appreciate it. I am your host, Courtney Henderson. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Cohen, which is C O U H E N. Thank you so much for joining us for Spotlight On. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.